Cray was behind us. Gene Autry's ranch was a ways up the street. But for the most part, they were just, you know, I just hung around with regular kids. Did your dad tour with Bob Hope on the USO tour? Oh, my heavens, yes. Yes, right from the beginning. Did you ever get to go with? Uh, only one time. I went with him uh, in the 1950s when they flew up to Alaska. Uh, they took the families. Uh, Bob took Dolores and uh, two of the kids, the two older kids, uh, Tony and Linda, and Mom and I went up with Dad. That was up at, uh, going up to Elmendorf Air Force Base in 1956 at the Christmas, in Christmas time. That, that must have been really great to, to see the troops and feel that energy that Bob and, and your dad had. Oh, well, it was amazing. I mean, the, I also performed once for, for the troops. My dad called me up. Uh, I was working in Dad's nightclub act when, in my early 20s for a while, around, uh, in and around Nevada, Vegas and Reno and Tahoe and all that. And he gave me a call and he said, we're going to go out and do a, um, a GI show out in the desert uh, for, uh, I think it was 5,000 guys. And um, so we went out there, we stood, in the, just like the old days, we stood on the back of a flatbed truck, you know, and Dad had gotten a few other artists together, and he had me do a little bit of my stuff from the act. And you can't imagine what happens when you tell some sort of little lame joke, and you get this roar of laughter from these guys that are, you know, they're hungry. They're, it's like... It's like they've been chained up and you put meat in front of them, you know, <laughs> and they just go crazy. And I understood then what it was that made Bob Hope um, and all the other wonderful entertainers that made them go back again and again and again and again and again. You couldn't have a better time working for, the, for a GI audience. Uh, Bob admitted that later. He was uh, uh, in a TV interview one time. He talked about you know, uh, doing the radio show from NBC, and he said the the audience was mostly out-of-work actors who sat there going, make me laugh, you know. And then they would go out to one of these bases and you'd get this incredible energy, this incredible excitement of uh, of this audience. And you couldn't top it. I mean, it was like, uh, it was, it was you know, it was, it was like a drug, really. It was wonderful. Now I'd like you to meet a member of our troop that has just returned from the South Pacific, a man who's been all over, a famous world traveler, Professor Kelowna, right here. Well, there he is. Say, Professor, we'd like a few words on your experience as a world traveler. That Pacific tour wasn't your first big trip, was it, Kelowna? Oh, no, I've been to England, Russia, Australia, Africa, and Alaska. You've been to England, Russia, Australia, Africa, and Alaska. Yes. I'll get one of your checks cashed yet. <laughs> Well, Professor, you certainly are living proof that man is only a few steps ahead of monkey. Well, walk fast. I'll wait for you. <laughs> I don't know if I told you this or not, Hope, but I'm planning another big trip. You see, I'm going to visit the icebox, the oven, and the pantry. Icebox, oven, and pantry? What kind of a big trip is that? Crook's tour. <laughs> Joe, my husband studied voice acting with Dawes Butler, so he got to sit on some great voice sessions with Dawes on the Jetsons. Oh, yeah. Well, Butler was one of the greats. He really was one of the greats. He, he, the work he, he and Freeberg did together, I remember all the way back when I was a kid watching them do the um, Time for Beanie puppet show out of L.A. And, you know, it was amazing. And Butler, I think it was Butler, did an imitation of Dad. They had a puppet. That was a Jerry Colonna puppet. It was a tight. Oh, Dawes had a Jerry Colonna puppet. That's really funny. Yeah, it was. Um, it was a tiger. It was called the Moon Mad Tiger, and then later they called it Stary Bologna. 
but he would. Uh, and I, I don't know if it was. I didn't know if it was Dawes or Stan, but I suspect it was Dawes doing the uh, doing the voice for it. Most likely, your dad was fodder for a great comedy in Cartoonland on Warner Brothers as well. Mel Blanc did some imitations of Dad, right? The Wacky Worm series and uh, Bugs uh, Bunny periodically would do a quick imitation of Dad, like Bugs would be at a Hollywood party and suddenly he'd look into the camera and uh, twirl his whiskers like a mustache and go, uh, greetings, Jerry, you know. Ah, greetings, Jerry. Dad himself did uh, uh, voiceovers for uh, Disney, of course. In uh, Alice in Wonderland. He was the March Hare in Alice in Wonderland. In that case, a very petty birthday. To me? To you. A very petty birthday. To me? For you. And he did two two cartoon shorts, Casey at the Bat. The next one in the lineup was no hit Jimmy Blake. Of all the mugs and muddles, he...